0: The roughly 65th award-winning quackcast. cast. I'm sick of doing the intro, so let's get right to the meat of the matter, shall we? This one's called Raw Milk. Raw Raw hispoomba. It is hard to get infected. The immune system is robust and has a multitude of interlinking defenses that are extremely efficient in beating off most pathogens. Most of the time. Fortunately, it is a minority of microbes that have evolved to be virulent in humans. Bacteremia is common with our own bacteria. When you brush or floss, bacteria always leak into the bloodstream. Quote, we identified oral bacterial species in blood cultures following single-tooth extraction and toothbrushing. Sequence analysis of 16S SRNA genes identified 98 different bacterial species recovered from 151 bacteremic subjects, end quote. But with a good immune system, low virulence bacteria, and no place to go, unfortunately most bacteria under these circumstances rarely cause infection. But just think every time you are squeezing that zit in anticipation of date night you are putting bacteria in your bloodstream. Even heroin users rarely get infections. Heroin is a rich melange, I like that word, melange of bacteria and occasionally yeasts. I hate to say contaminated since avoiding microbes is hardly a worry of heroin manufacturers. And the water used for injection is rarely sterile. I've had patients not only use tap water, but puddle water, Willamette River water, saliva to mix their heroin. And yet, infections are relatively rare, despite the filth in which many heroin users exist. I used to be somewhat fatalistic about hospital-acquired infections. However, as the institutions in which I work have proven, most hospital-acquired infections can be avoided if the institutions aggressively pursue high standards of care. And society has many systems in place to prevent infections. You can't beat the flush toilet, good nutrition, public health, vaccines, antibiotics, good hygiene, and an understanding of disease epidemiology to prevent infections. I suspect many people forget that there are bacteria out there that are pathogenic, just waiting to sicken and kill us. At least a couple times a year, I see patients come into the hospital, previously healthy, no medical problems, who rapidly die of acute infections, usually it's group A strep. But for most people, most of the time, it takes a lot of effort to get infected. From my perspective, we are like Charlie Chaplin on skates. And if you've never seen Chaplin in the movie Modern Times, Google it and watch him roller skate. It'll give you the willies. But we are mostly unaware of the infections that await us if we do something silly, or even if we act in the best intentions to avoid illness. The odds are small that we will get a life-threatening or serious infection in the United States, just as the odds are small we will drown or be killed in a car accident. But the germs are there, they're waiting, and in the end, no matter what we do, we will be consumed by the microbial world. It is that perspective that leads to a lack of understanding as to why some people love to tip the odds in the favor of the bacteria. Avoiding vaccines is perhaps the most popular method for getting infections that could otherwise be avoided. And yes, I know, viruses are not bacteria. But dietary habits are a curious way to acquire preventable infections. Humans and cows have a long history of sharing diseases. Measles is either a variant of rinderpest, a cattle illness, or they share a common ancestor. On the beneficial side of the relationship was cowpox, which led to smallpox vaccination. While I am a bit of a foodie, for example, while I do not remember my first kiss, I remember the epiphany of the first gourmet restaurant meal. I cannot grok people who either think a specific food is to be avoided at all costs or is a panacea for preventing illness, like raw cow's milk. Now, there is a school of thought that cow's milk should never be consumed. As it is pointed out on the interwebs, it is filled with pus, mm, pus, blood, hormones, foreign protein, and antibiotics. And not only does milk not build strong bones, it leads to cancer. And if you can't trust a kinesiologist who stated this, who can you trust? Quote, it is not natural for humans to drink cow's milk. Human milk is for humans. Cow's milk is for calves. It sounds like a metaphorical argument for cannibalism to me. And as the anti-cow's milk proponents note, milk has infectious diseases swimming in the white murk. A cesspool of bovine feces and bacteria that should be avoided, although how you can eat a homemade chocolate chip cookie without it, I for one cannot imagine. So milk is one of the bad foods. It should be avoided. Except when you shouldn't. Newton's law states that for every scam, there is an equal and opposite scam. Milk is dangerous, except when it is a panacea. And then the cow's milk should be raw, fresh from an organic, happy, contented cow. Why raw milk? Well, supposedly pasteurization and homogenization rids the milk of the beneficial components. It gets rid of the white cells, the pus, proteins, lactoferrin, immunoglobulins, fats, cholesterol, and bacteria. Curiously, all of the substances that the anti-milk faction says are the root of all milky evil. I suppose for a raw milk proponent there would be no greater dietary sin than a glass of warm milk at bedtime or a cup of hot chocolate after skiing, as it would red the milk of all its beneficial components. The truth? I do not doubt that flash heating, which is pasteurization, usually to 165 degrees for 15 seconds, is going to have some modest nutritional effects on the milk. And if my diet consisted entirely of cow's milk, it would be a concern. However, what small decrements in nutritional value occur would and should be compensated for by a varied diet. Milk is not, unless turned into Baskin-Robbins chocolate chip ice cream, a miracle food. I also have no doubt that there is a subset of people who are allergic to cow's milk. Not everyone can drink bovine proteins with impunity. Taste, of course, is a personal matter and I cannot gainsay those who say raw milk tastes better. My family is very picky about their milk. It cannot come in plastic, and it has to be a specific brand, Dairy Gold. My wife insists that Oregon milk is inferior in flavor to Minnesota milk, don't you know? And French milk? When I was in France, that tasted weird, although I thought everything else in France tasted better. So pasteurization does have some mild effects on the nutritional components of milk, and perhaps although i've not seen any double blind studies taste but what raw milk is above all is a source for infectious diseases there have been outbreaks of campylobacter salmonella e coli associated with raw milk and other organisms can be found in raw milk as well although some not common in the united states and include brucella listeria mycobacterium bovis a cause of tuberculosis Salmonella, Shigella, Yersinia, Giardia, and Norovirus. Some are found in cow's milk, and some, such as brucella, are more common in goat's milk. I have seen two cases of brucella in my career on people who came from Mexico, and their job before they came across the border was being a professional goat milker. And these outbreaks have not only sickened people, leading to hospitalization, but they have led to a few deaths. Let's see, hmm, you have a warm liquid filled with protein and fat and sugars. Huh, that would be a good growth media for a bacteria if they could get access to the milk. But that's impossible. Proponents of raw milk point to the clean cows and the clean environments that produce raw milk. But you cannot deny both microbiology and gravity. The colons of cows are frequently colonized with the aforementioned potential pathogens. And last I look, the udder sits just below the bovine anus. Just waiting to be splashed by the poo as it falls to the ground. Mmm, milk and cow pies. But seriously, would you lick a cow udder no matter how clean you thought it was? I don't think so. So why would you drink raw milk coming out of the aforementioned udder? Still, people want their raw milk for the taste and the alleged health benefits. Some obtain raw milk illegally at milk speakeasies, where I bet the password is swordfish.
1: Who are you? I'm fine, thanks. Who are you? I'm fine, too, but you can't come in unless you give the password. Oh, what is the password? Oh, no, you got to tell me. Hey, I tell what I do, I give you three guesses. It's the name of a fish. Is it Mary? Ha, <laughs> ha, that's an old fish. She, she isn't, well, she drinks like one. Let me see, is it sturgeon? Hey, you crazy, sturgeon, he's a doctor who cuts you off and when one are you sick. Now, I give you one more chance. I got it. Haddock. That's a funny, I got a haddock too. What do you take for a haddock? Well, now sometimes I take aspirin, or sometimes I take a calomel. Dad walk a mile for a calomel. You mean chocolate or calomel? I like that too, but you know, guess it. Hey, what's the matter? You don't understand English? You can't come in here unless you say swordfish. Now, I'll give you one more guess. Swordfish? swordfish. I think I got it. Is it swordfish? <laughs> That's it. You guess it. Pretty good, eh? Right, fine. You guess it. Or... What do you want? I want to come in. What's the password? Oh, you're all no full of me, <laughs> swordfish. Now I got tired of that. I changed it. What's the password now? Yeah, I forgot it. I better come outside with you.
0: My older son recently saw Duck Soup for the first time, and he came home and said, "Hey, Dad, now I know where you get all your jokes from." Yeah. Well, what can I say? If you're going to steal, steal from the best. You can also timeshare a cow and get milk straight from the source. You own part of a cow, you can have its milk. Although you have to see a presentation on timesharing cows to get a free weekend at the farm. This is good news for me. Since, as I have mentioned, we have instituted aggressive infection control at my hospitals, nosocomial infections have plummeted. Now, once upon a time, milk was associated with 25% of infection outbreaks. And in part due to pasteurization, those rates fell to about 1% of foodborne outbreaks. Thanks to raw milk advocates, infections are looking up. The sad thing is that parents will feed their children milk supplemented with cow poo. Adults, of course, have the right to be stupid. It's what makes America great but it is a shame that their children should suffer as a result of their parents' goofy idée fixe. There is a tendency for humans to have the oddest dietary obsessions, both for and against. Quote, God told Moses certain animals were clean to eat, those with cloven hoofs, which chewed the cud, such as cattle, goats, sheep, deer, and so forth, all fish with fins and scales, and insects of the locusts' family. Mm. Locusts were also clean. The pig and the camel, however, were unclean and were not to be eaten. All carnivorous birds, sea creatures without fins and scales, most insects, except for locusts, rodents, reptiles, and so forth, were also unclean, end quote. Milk was not on the list. Milk can be an enjoyable part of a diverse diet for most people, but, like most foods, should not be filled with live organisms. Pasteurization is a good thing, except for Hefeweizen's. Give me my raw beer. And so ends a quick QuackCast 65. If you're interested in the references, go to Science Based Medicine and read the transcript. Otherwise, go to iTunes and write a glowing review. Don't forget to go to moremark.squarespace.com. Where you will find all of the growing Mark Chryslip multimedia empire. Because the world needs more Mark Chryslip. Otherwise, I'll see you next time for a Gobbit Opus.